This episode of the Ebon Zone has been brought to you in cooperation with Fair Plains General Store. Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the Ebon Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. Art's a very weird thing, you know? On one hand, you've got Starry Night from Van Gogh, and on the other hand, you've got whatever's going on with Miami Beach. Whoa, 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 okay, hold on there, bud. What are you talking about? All right, I'll tell you. So apparently what happened was an Italian artist with a name I'm not even going to try to pronounce because I know I'd mess it up, had an epiphany. He just woke up one day and said, yeah, this is a great idea. People are definitely going to buy this thing. He went on to put paintbrush to canvas and came up with a banana taped to a wall. The crazy thing is, people definitely have, and it went for $120,000 at a museum auction. Did you hear me right? Someone spent $120,000 of their hard-earned money on a banana taped to a wall. Why? And get this, if you convert that to the British pound, you've got 91,000 pounds worth of banana. Are you kidding me? The art museum was talking about the artist and said how they were fortunate to collaborate with him. One question here. What did you do? Did you hold the banana still while he duct taped it to the wall or something? And why? Why on earth would someone pay that much for a banana taped? Hey, I I have a question. If somebody were to eat that banana, would they be considered an art thief? Maybe. I'm not quite sure, to be honest, but that actually happened. This dude, David DeTuna, just pulled it from the wall and ate it in front of everybody that came to see it. Just imagine the look on the dude's face that paid $120,000 for that. Some guy just walks up and eats it. I can bet the words calm down weren't in his vocabulary there for a second. That's rough, bro. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Matthew. Matthew 5, verse 16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Here we know Jesus is talking about being a witness to people. Here we know that Jesus is talking about letting the good news, letting the gospel shine throughout your life. But how can we do that? Well, first off, we can witness to people. We can minister to people through Jesus. We can tell people about Jesus. We can tell people about his sacrifice on the cross and the eternal life implications that has because, let's face it, he went to Calvary 2,000 years ago for one reason and one reason only, and that was because of you. He went to the cross because he loves us. He went to the cross because he wanted to uphold his Father's will and save a dying world. So, we can tell people what his sacrifice means. We can spread the gospel throughout all nations, throughout every corner of the earth, but also 
so. It can be simpler than that. We can grab a coffee with someone. We can talk to people. We can be good neighbors. Maybe that person you met out on the streets having a pretty rough go of it. Maybe they're having a bad experience in their life. So it's just as simple as being nice to that person when they're in a rut, when they're in a valley, so to speak. All you need to do is just show them the same love that Jesus showed people when they were in need. So now we know how to let our light shine in this lost world. So now that we know how to let our light shine and how to let the outward expression of the gospel become more evident in our lives so that people will see the truth of Jesus Christ, we can move on into this next part of the verse that says that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We know that this part of the verse isn't talking about doing things for our own glory. It's talking about doing things for Jesus. It's talking about doing things so that God the Father might be lifted up in the eyes of other people. It's not because of our own motives. It's not because we want to make everybody think we're perfect. We also know that in the Bible times, the Pharisees acted on these impulses. They acted to be seen. They wanted people to witness their good works. That way, the Pharisees would be held in a higher esteem than regular people. But no, that's not what the Bible says for us to do. The Bible actually says something different. In Matthew 6, verse 6, it says this, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. As long as God can hear us, as long as God can see us when we pray, that's all that matters. But still, we're called to show the love of God to people. We are called to make witnesses of ourselves out into this world. Jesus said before he ascended into heaven, he was talking to his disciples when he said this, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. So what's the main takeaway from this verse? We need to be witnesses to people. We need to show the love of Christ in everything that we do because at the end of the day, we could be the only example of how a Christian acts, of how a Christian should be and conduct him or herself on a daily basis that some people see. And if that's the case, wouldn't you want to set a good example? Apparently, this has been Taylor Swift's year. We talked about her in the episode Songs of London, and now she's back again, not with new music, but with lottery credits. Hold on, what? Yeah, it's it's really weird, but apparently it's true. Some dude in King George, Virginia, gave the credit for his lottery win to, of all people, her. Why, though? Well, apparently it's because he helped her to the stage once at a concert. And then he went on to win another time, giving this one back to Taylor as well, because she won some awards a few days after he won $33,000 on the lottery. Now, this dude's got one thing on his mind. This is so exciting. Maybe now she'll write a song about me. Just calm down there for a second, buddy. Everybody knows you've got to become famous enough to get noticed first and then date her for a few months, be subjected to the nauseating practice of name blending, and then have a messy breakup that people care way too much about. There you go. That's a step-by-step guide to getting a Taylor Swift song written about you. In all seriousness, though, those two things aren't related at 
all, and I don't think it's going to happen. You never know, though. No, it, it's not going to happen. To wrap up this week's episode, I want to take a second to thank my sponsor, Fair Plains General Store. Get this, they have a full line of Daddy Pete's gardening and lawn care items, as well as all the best soil additives, fertilizers, and high-nutrition permafeed for livestock. They also have high-yield herbicide and pesticide in both liquid and granular varieties, and not to mention a wide collection of snacks and drinks. Anything from Cheetos and Cool Mountain Cream Sodas to Little Debbie and Coca-Cola. You name it, they've got it. Find them at 418 Sparta Road in North Wilkesboro, and of course, call them at 336-667-6849. And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram, at Official, as well as on Twitter, at EBZ. That's capital O and official, capital EBZ, in case you were wondering. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.